Welcome to The Stars Aligned, a podcast about all things astro and human design, and how these two amazing tools connect to help you align with the life you came here to live. I'm Siobhan, one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm from Scotland, but currently living on my Venus line in Cape Town. I absolutely love astrology, specifically astrocartography which is the astrology of place. And I'm pretty sure we're going to discuss it a lot in this podcast. I'm a voice actor, a writer, and most recently an astrologer. And I can't wait to share this passion of mine with you all because it seriously lights me up. Hi guys, I'm Abby, one of the co-hosts of this podcast. I'm originally from England, but I have just moved back to my spiritual home of Sweden after four and a half years of living in China. I'm a human design reader, holistic nutritionist, and a teacher. I love all things to do with self-awareness, what makes each of us unique, what our greater purpose is, and how we can all best grow and basically do that together. I'm so excited to share with you all the things I've learned over these last um, couple of years on this podcast and all the things I've learned together with Siobhan too. Hi guys and welcome back to The Stars Aligned. Um, We're here today and we're going to be talking all things human design. So of course I am a human design reader and Siobhan is always my guinea pig. (laughs) And we're going to be diving deep into her human design and what it actually means for her in what she's doing right now and uh, where it comes up on her chart. And also it's this uh, way of giving you some ideas that you can look into your own chart and have a look if you have any similarities to Siobhan and yeah, how you can apply that to your life too. Yay, I'm excited. (laughs) So within human design, I think I'm just going to get into it because... um, (laughs) Yeah, just get deep. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, let's just get deep straight away. Um, So within human design, we have five energy types and our energy type is essentially our aura and what we give off when we are, you know, moving about in the world. And each of the energy types, they have very different auras And also they contribute to the collective in such a different way, which is, which is really profound, you know, and it's this idea, this is something I absolutely love about human design, because it's this idea that, you know, we are all cogs in this machine, and we need each and every one of us in order to evolve, grow, build a better world to live in, basically. Siobhan is a generator. So Siobhan knows, you know, pretty much your human design, the basics of it. Yeah. Do you maybe want to say what (laughs) something that you found about human design already that kind of spoke to you? Yeah. So I obviously I know I'm a generator. And one thing that I've always struggled with is sleep. Um, I often find that I get into bed and I still have a lot of energy and I'm not able to fall asleep. And 
recently you told me that as a generator, I have to like expel, I have to release that energy before I get into bed. Because obviously when I'm doing something that lights me up, which that thing for me is astrology, I get so excited about it that when I get into bed at night, all these ideas are still running through my head. And if I haven't taken a long walk or done yoga or had a random dance party in my apartment, I just can't rest. And then a couple of weeks ago, I I noticed that I was able to sleep and I think I was starting to use my energy in the correct way. So this has like been a big thing for me just to realize that I actually need to release that energy um, because it will just like keep building up and I'll get overexcited. <laughs> so yeah, that's been that's been like super interesting for me. Yeah, I mean, generators, they have this ability to just be so sparkly and like it's just to be around a generator that is doing the things that they love and really in their own flow it's so inspiring and so empowering because it's like they fill up their cup so they just have this limitless boundless energy and they fill up their cup and it just starts spilling over and for the you know uh non-energy type so like the projector the manifester the reflector these are they pick up that energy and they take it on and you know roll with it and uh this is what I'm saying about you know we all need each other to function collectively so as a generator um yeah you have this you just it's very important for you to follow your desires so if there's any generators listening also manifesting generators because um, they are part generator, you know, they have this sparkly, uh, do it energy. And, um, for you, like when you are doing these things that you so desire and you so love, you just keep filling up that cup. And then as they say, it just overflows and it just trickles into the collective and people pick it up and it's just amazing, really. Oh, I love that. But for each, there is nine centers in human design. Um, and this is largely based on the chakra system. But it's this idea that we've evolved into nine centered beings. And the reason we evolved into nine centered beings um, is, you know, we we lived in an era, um, I guess, maybe five, four or five hundred years ago, where everything was about survival. Everything was about um you know, like uh, protecting our tribe, protecting our food, hunting, like, you know, will I make it through the next winter, this kind of thing. Whereas now it's more about, okay, like life is a little bit more limitless. It's a bit more, okay, I can follow my desires. I can be creative. I can, Mm. you know, what is it that I want from life? You know, we don't have to think about these other little things going on these you know we go to the supermarket and buy our food we don't have to hunt or (laughs) you know um steal or I don't know you know it's a very different time so we evolve as we evolve as uh humanity so each center it also has its own flavor its own its own shadows its own gifts and how we make up a a human design chart and we will share what a human design chart looks like when we um, share this clip on Instagram. But a human design chart is um, 
it can either have centers that are defined. So these are centers that are colored in, or it can have centers that are undefined, which are open and colored in white. And even those ideas bring a flavor to your chart, you know? So I usually take up a chart and I will just like write down everything I can see on that chart. There's numbers, there's gates, there's, there's all kinds of overwhelmingness <laughs> on a human design chart. But it's quite incredible when you start picking at the details, what you can truly find about a person. So I'm just going to go for a run through of the different um, energy centers within the chart. Okay, so from the top, we have the um, crown center. And for you, Siobhan, this crown center is open. So what that essentially means, there is, it depends how you play things out. Okay. So, but um, it's a pressure center. So on a kind of flip side of it, you could really kind of absorb people's expectations and, you know, really feel the expectation for yourself um, because you are open here. Whereas on the other side, okay, this is this is the inspiration center, as I like to call it. It's a place that we take in the world. So actually for you being outside, reading books, traveling, just taking in the world is so important for you to, for your mind, for your mind to conceptualize ideas, to form opinions and everything like that. Mm. So what does it mean if someone's head is not open? So if uh, your head, your crown center is defined, it means that you're self-inspired. So actually for you um, sitting in meditation or being by yourself, you know, these, these are the people who, you know, maybe they're the artists that can lock themselves away in a room and just paint for hours because they're so self-inspired. Like the inspiration is just built within. Um, but it's also, I, I, do you have that? I don't, I have the open, I have it open. <laughs> so for me, I mean, it makes sense because we have both traveled so much, you know, um, I would always like in China, I would always like travel when I had the chance. And when I would come back, I would have these ideas or I would always mm. pick something up I seen somewhere. And I was like, I should do that, like in China or in England or wherever I was, you know. Again, it's it's about arming yourself with the awareness of these different centers and the flavor that it can give your life and, you know, how to kind of use that energy to your advantage. So then we'll, we'll go down to the next center, which is the Ajna center. So Ajna is actually in the chakra system. It's known as the third eye center, but the crown and the Ajna center, they, they function together as the mind. Uh, so they essentially work in synergy with one another. So you can't actually have the crown defined if you have the Ajna undefined, um, but you can have the Ajna defined and the crown undefined, which you have, okay. yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, mm. So the Ajna um, defined for you, you can have like, you know, your opinions and um, thoughts are kind of, 
I'm not going to say, I don't want to say stubborn. How would I explain this? Um, no, you can, that's pretty much what, no, that's correct. <laughs> I am stubborn. <laughs> but it's, but it's also, okay, there's that flavor to it, but then there's also this idea that, um, you know, when you have this fixed mind, you can really focus on one thing at a time. Like you can, you can build your focus and do one thing at a time. You know, like I live with my friend and she she has her whole um, head uh, defined and she can sit, she's a coder and she can sit there for hours just like, and I, I can't do it because I'm completely undefined in the head and I need to, I'm constantly taking in information from, you know, whatever's just like around me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, when it does come to thoughts and stuff, like I, I am quite stubborn in the way that people around me can't really influence me. Like once I've made my mind up about something, yes, like I'm, yes, I'm that's set. exactly how I'm I mean. set. <laughs> like I, mm. and I've kind of always been that way, which makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's so good that you, you know, it's like you, you're when you might made your mind up, like you say, it can't really be swayed or um, influenced and. You know, it's something for me with an undefined Ajna, it's something that I've had to, um, you know, embrace about myself that I, I can sometimes, it's a good thing, but it's also, a, it can also feel a bad thing depending on the situation. So I can be very understanding and really kind of put myself in someone else's shoes and say, okay, well, um, I understand your opinion, but I also understand this opinion. And that's great to be very impartial in that way. But the flip side of that is that I could have an opinion about something with one person and then I could go to the next room and someone else changes my opinion, you know? So it's just, um, it's about embracing the good and kind of detaching a little bit from the not so good. Yeah. So then we have the throat center. And of course your throat center is defined, voice actor, <laughs> podcast host. Like you're here to, you know, you have presence in your voice. You're here to share it. And um, I mean, something I love about human design, it doesn't matter if you have something defined or if you have something open, they both hold power, like no matter what they are. And it all eventually, you know, with the gates and the other activations, it all comes together to build up this story of you. And I think, you know, that with astrology, when you see, you know, people have um, their Venus in this house and this sign, and then, you know, a correlation with their Mercury, and it just fits together, you know? So, if you have the throat undefined, it doesn't mean that you don't have anything to say. It just means the things that you say, you're really kind of here as a voice of the people, you know? Um, That's cool. Yeah. The best, I mean, best example of that, Oprah Winfrey, she is Mm. open throat. She's here to, you know, voice what other people kind of need or, you know, voice for the collective. That's cool. Exactly. And yeah, it's, it's very powerful. And then we've got the self-center. So this is like the yellow square right in the middle. And when this is defined, it's basically in a nutshell, you have a huge sense of self. Like you just kind of know your direction, you know, like who you are, you know, what, what kind of direction you want to go in if you like. And then when it's open, 
you're super adaptable. Like these people, like, oh God, I'm not adaptable, yeah. am I? <laughs> but you know, like uh, Dane is super open here. And it's like kind of, um, yeah, it's as if like uh, when you are open there, it's, they call it like a social chameleon. So you can really adapt to the environment that you're in or who you're with and yeah, just be like that chameleon. But it's also um, very important if you're open here to allow yourself to be in the right place. So environment is so important. If an environment just doesn't feel good for you or if, you know, certain people don't feel so good being around, then basically you you just need to kind of remove yourself from that because that's not a place for you because you don't feel influenced or um you know you, you it's a, it's kind of like a place or a group of people you don't really want to adapt to and it's just important to listen to yourself there so with this center defined how does this play out with like ego is, is this attached to the ego this part because i feel like if you have a defined sense of self is that I mean, obviously it's, it, everything is good and bad, but does it mean I have like a big ego? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, for you, it's yours is not attached to your ego center. And, you know, the ego is, it's kind of explained in a different way in human design. Okay. You know, I think, I think a lot of the time in, um, you know, in kind of just, just like general things now, you know, I do like what they say about the ego, you know, kill the ego, like do this and do that. But for some people, they just naturally have an ego and it should be embraced. And, you know, that brings me to the ego center for you. So uh, you have the ego center defined. Um, and I mean, you can call the ego center a couple of different things. So it's the ego or the heart, or I also can call it the motivation center. And only 30% of people have this part of their charts um, colored in or defined. Um, and it's all about drive. It's about ambition. It's about, um, you know, kind of, it relates also to your generator energy because it's this idea that you can keep going until you've achieved, until something has been achieved. Um, but what you have to be, careful of with this particular center being defined is be careful of what you achieve and who it benefits because for you it's very it's very important that you receive some sort of um some sort of like appreciation for what you do and the hard work that you put in and what you do for others sorry to interrupt but my my son is in the sixth house and the sixth house it's all about like that appreciation for the work you do. Wow. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's very much like you need to be kind of shown that appreciation. And, you know, it's, it's also this idea. So when people have this part of themselves to find, it's, it's, you've got to go with your heart. Like anything you do, your heart has to be in it. And again, that relates to this generator energy of following your desires and going for the things that light you up and, you know, releasing kind of the things that don't. Um, but it's like, go with your heart, follow your heart. And what I find is really interesting that you you 
have this particular part defined is you always tell me to follow my heart. You always say, follow your heart. And I I say that to everyone. (laughs) I know. And I remember actually in China, once you brought me something back from like one of your trips and it said, follow your heart. It was like something to hang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Yeah. But this center, I mean, I think it's a really incredible center because I mean, it's, um, it's, it's related to, you know, this drive and ambition and going out there. And, you know, it's like this idea of, you know, they, they kind of, there's so many podcasts and so many motivational speeches that are like, go out there and crush it. Like, you know, hustle and all these kind of like words, but you know what, like 70% of us are built to not do that we're built to have this motivation come um come and go and you know not define ourselves based on being motivated all the time because some of us aren't you know and and it's even I I find it even more interesting because you know each center each of these centers have a physiological um relation to it so they're related to you know um a gland or um, an organ or something or a system within the body and if we're not kind of embracing the right parts of that energy center and we're not allowing it to speak its truth we we could maybe find like some little areas of problems like uh, related to that they can manifest physically you know so the heart I mean the ego center the heart center it's related directly to the heart you know and what is our biggest disease on this planet it's heart disease heart attacks all these things and it makes you wonder like is that because so many people are pushed you've got to crush it you've got to go for it at work and you've got to do this and and they're not built to withstand that pressure you know so what happens they're trying to outlive um a life of someone who has a defined heart maybe they don't have you know um why don't we learn this stuff in school Abby (laughs) do you know what it's so funny that you should say that I'm gonna get to that in a minute because you have a part (laughs) I was looking at your chart earlier and I was like oh she has this channel and it's a part of your chart that is literally about you can point things out that needs need to change in society (laughs) Well, this does need to change because they can get rid of mats and they can implement human design. I know, imagine. But <gasps> but it just, you know, like if we're kind of, it's about being in tune with yourself and being in tune with your body. And I mean, sometimes you, you don't even need to, you know, have someone read your human design chart to know what's good for you. You just have to create that awareness around like, what? Wh- how does it feel in my body? You know? Like me last year, you told me so many times, um, I just wasn't listening to myself last year, but doing work for clients that weren't showing their appreciation, doing work that didn't make me happy, like it didn't light me up at all. And then I ended up getting like super sick. Like um, they said it was a thyroid thing. I don't think it actually was, but you know, it kind of manifested in that way. Um And I remember you messaging me many times, like something needs to change. Um, But I guess we have to also hear that from ourselves first. It just took me a while. And that's the thing. It's just all about like awareness. And and that's also the thing of, you know, being a generator or, 
You know, I, I actually feel like this applies to every energy type. If there's something floating around in your aura that doesn't serve you or doesn't agree with you in some way, you need to filter it out because it's just like, it's just stagnation. Yeah. It's just literally, it stops the flow. And once you release that, you just create space, you know, and it's so important to create space for new things to come in. It's a lot related to money as well. So money or even spirituality, even, you know, kind of um, the Dalai Lama has the ego defined, but so does Donald Trump. Like it's, it's two, <laughs> there's two sides to that coin, you know, and um, it just depends which, you know, how it flows within your chart. For example, for me, I'm, I'm undefined in the heart center and what that can kind of come bring up for me is sometimes, oh, I feel like I'm not good enough for something. So I have to overperform. And I've done that in so many areas of my life. Like, oh, I'm, oh, wow. This is, you know, like, I don't know, um, like a job, like I don't deserve like this salary. So I'm going to work harder. And it's kind of crazy when you think about it. But, um, you know, I recently, I, I mean, since I've been experimenting on my own human design as well, it's something that really, uh, you know, shone through to me that I can feel like that. And, you know, money, I've never, ever been motivated by money, like ever, like it's just never really bothered me. And, you know, I, I, I think about, I, I said this, I recently left a job that, you know, yeah, wanted me to stay very much. And, um, I had to say, you know, like, I'm just not motivated in, in that way. Mm. I, you know, I'm more interested in helping others. And, and that is what the open heart center is all about. It's about, you know, kind of helping others with their self-esteem, like, you know, allowing others to see, you know, sometimes you might feel like this, but you know what, like, you're worth it. Like, you're good. You've got this, that kind of thing and that's what speaks to me like way more um so I mean we could do a whole whole podcast just on this center and we will we will will. (laughs) because you have it defined and I have it undefined and it's just I feel like we teach each other so much um just within this this uh energy part and then I will go to the spleen so the spleen for you I love that it's connected to your ego um so it's kind of like you know the ego can also be a place of resources. So, you know, how you, how you make a living, how you um, put yourself out in the world and your ambitions, your drives, like kind of like a purpose and it's connected to your splenic center. So the spleen, I call it the intuition center. So it's just this place of high intuition. You have it defined. I don't have it defined, (laughs) but you know, this is, you can literally, I know you do this with your clients is, you know, you're very well, you're very thorough in your research and everything about astrology, but you can just pick up on something. Like you can just literally get a feeling for this person and, Mm. you know, a moment where maybe you just have to tell them something or just say something to them. And it can sound so random, but this is your, this is your intuition And I always, I find it so interesting that these two centers are connected because to me, it signifies a huge sense of purpose within work, 
No, absolutely. And I think I've always like wanted to do work that helps people more because even though I love voice acting and I love writing, it it is more just like a form of entertainment, I guess. Um, so to, and I've always had strong intuition. So now to finally be able to use it to actually help people. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's like what you're talking about with the connection of these yes. two, but it just, mm-hmm. it feels like, it feels so good. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like, I mean, I remember living in China and you would tell me, oh, I had this dream about this person and then it happened. And yeah, that freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> I know. But then it's just like, okay, you, you know, it's amazing that you've been able to now apply this to, you know, something that you love doing. So you're connecting all these kind of dots together, you know, your, your sacral center of desire and passion and connecting that with your ego which is your um place of resources and livelihood and then connecting it to your intuition um Mm. it's just really really incredible and your this center the splenic center is it's so defined and when I say something is so defined it means that it has a lot of gates coming off it so it has like a lot of um a lot of other flavors to it so um so you can pick up on a lot of other things. It's just like, I mean, again, like with human design, it's just this awareness modality that can really like allow you to embrace all the parts of yourself, you know, and kind of like yourself like more, you know. Um, there's three more centers that I'll just quickly, quickly run through. <laughs> Um, okay. So you have the, um, open emotional center. Um, and that just makes you like so empathetic and it's very important. It's kind of like 50, 50 in the collective, you know, 50 people are emotional, like 50% of people are emotional. 50% of people are non-emotional. And I want to get that across that it's non-emotional. It doesn't mean that you are, you don't have emotions you do, but they're just come from the external. So, you know, actually people who are undefined here and open in the emotional center they often um feel more emotional than say me who is defined emotionally and it's because you you know you it's kind of like you don't really have like a filter if if you're unaware you know you don't really have like this filter so you could literally be walking down a busy street and then you're just picking up all these emotions and you're like why why do I feel so uh sad or I mean, emotions are the whole spectrum, you know, you could be in a great room and everyone's like feeling good and you could feel even better, you know. Um, Until you told me about this, I honestly, because everyone's always like, oh, Siobhan, you're so emotional. And I thought it was like my stuff. And it's only when you actually told me, hey, like you pick up other people's emotions that I realized, oh, wow. (laughs) So my whole life, all of this stuff, it's not because it's quite funny. So I know that Dane is also not defined here. Um, And during lockdown this year, we pretty much only spent time with each other. We haven't really seen anyone. And our relationship has been more amazing than ever before. And I think (laughs) it's because we haven't been picking up on other people's emotions. Like often if he went to work and say I went out somewhere that day, you know, we'd come home and like that atmosphere could be tense sometimes because we've brought home other people's stuff like other people's emotions so when it's just the two of us like life is great (laughs) we don't 
Honestly, it's like, I mean, this particular fact, this particular part of human design, I know has helped so many people in their relationships to understand, okay, like we can just drop the, the emotions that we've picked up for the uh, for the day, we can just drop them at the door when we come home. And I home, say that, you know? I'm like, Dane, remember what Abby said? Like, just leave that person's <laughs> emotion there. That's not yours, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, put it down. <laughs> but it's like kind of, um, you know, that can even be like a nice little ritual that people can do. Like whatever you've picked up, just, huh, just like let it go before you come home and just try and detach from it. And, you know, like, kind of uh lean more into the positive side of that so this is kind of like it's like an intel center so it's it's kind of this place where you you essentially absorb other people's emotions but you can feel what other people are feeling so you can use that as like um intel for how someone is feeling when you're around them does it mean we can like hold space for people too i was just thinking sometimes people will come over or if people are yes. kind of feeling emotional yes. and then dane and i are with them like They'll kind of load it onto us and we can we can sit there and hold the space for them and we can like we can help them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you're a huge holder of space for people's emotions, but you always have to remember to when that is happening, don't allow just being aware this is this doesn't belong to me. Protect yourself in that way and just just uh kind of lean into the empathetic nature of it. There's two centers left. So we have the sacral center. And when this is defined, you're uh, automatically a generator or a manifesting generator. Uh, The only difference is with a manifesting generator, you need one of the motor centers to which is like the spleen, the um, emotional center or the sacral to kind of connect to the throat. So it means that there's like energy coming to the throat, uh, essentially. But the sacral center, it's all about desire. It's all about creativity. It's all about, you know, and, and it's this idea of, you know, trusting your gut and your body and going for those things that like truly light you up, you know? And, um, but when people have it undefined here, so this is manifestors, reflectors, and projectors, they really truly pick up other people's desires. So they can really see, you know, what people love and what people like, and, you know, th- they can kind of help them on that journey, you know, um, which is really great. And then we have the root center. So the root center, I mean, so this is, I, I mean, I love all of the centers in like different ways. <laughs> I, I'm starting to realize but the root center is, it's also a pressure center, like the crown. So if you look, it's the top and the bottom. These are where the external pressures of life kind of um, kind of come in. And the root center is, um, I mean, you have it defined. So naturally you're quite grounded and you can really kind of, um, you know, these kind of pressures, they, they don't ruffle your feathers as much as they would someone who is, undefined here um so it's kind of it's all kind of with timing as well like you know it's kind of this this idea of rushing around and being you know being on time like for you you're kind of like okay like I mean especially you have the channel of rhythm as well which is all about serendipity and it's it's kind of like divine timing is literally within you so you know when something is ripe, like when something is, um, you know, when when to strike at something, when to 
um, when to change direction in life. Like you, you just know that. And that's, I find that really interesting as well with, in relation to your, um, to your intuition center, your spleen center that, you know, when you were like living in China towards the end, you kept getting sick and things like that. And it's probably because, because these are, uh, kind of connected it was probably because you knew that your timing was up like you knew it was the time to leave you knew that you know it was time to switch lanes in life and that is probably why um you know kind of the, the invite your body started responding to the environment in that way um but yeah people with um with open roots, I always just ask them, I, I always say things like meditating and uh, that kind of stuff, being still or trying to find stillness within your day is very important because you can be thrown off. Um, but remember that's other people throwing you off. It's, it is the external pressures. Just don't allow mm -hmm. that uh, pressure to kind of, um, don't embrace it as much, you know, embrace the stillness a bit more basically. Is there, is there anything else you want to add? The first step is, you know, aligning to your energy type. And at the moment I have um, this, I call it the energy explorer package. And it's a really great package where you get a full rundown of your energy type in a in written form. And then also a video that you can just like watch at your own pace. And, you know, it's not a huge investment and it's just like, something that you can because they say in human design once you kind of master your energy type you can truly you know align all the other things can kind of fall into place um and for some people that's enough and um yeah so so yeah if anybody would like to explore their energy type you can just contact me directly on instagram and i'll um, send it over to you Awesome. And um, for all of you listening, you can find Abby's Instagram and email in the show notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and also my details too, if you're interested. Um, yeah, but thank you, Abby. That was like amazing. I feel like even though I've done two sessions with you on my human design already, I feel like I've just learned more. And there's like so much more I want to explore. I've got so many questions. I'm so excited to dive into all things human design and astro in the next few episodes. Um, yeah. Is there any last things you want to add? No, I think I, <laughs> I think I'm, I, I'm done. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So thank you, Abby. Um, next week we are going to be looking, so we're going to be flipping it over and looking at Abby's astro chart um and looking at which planets which houses have created abby into this amazing human design expert um, so i'm excited to share that with you um, i hope that you have enjoyed today's episode and please share it with your friends if you think they might like it um, we are looking for different energy types to come on the podcast so that we can dive into their human design especially reflectors because neither of us have met one yet so if you are a reflector please email us <laughs> we would love to chat to you and yeah stay tuned for next week's episode and please subscribe it really means the world to us and if you've enjoyed the first episode you've enjoyed this episode also please leave a review we would really appreciate that and we will see you next week for another episode of the stars aligned Thanks, guys.
Thank you.